are listening to The Jazz Focus on WETF South Bend, Indiana, The Jazz Station. And my name is John Clark, and welcome to the program. Uh, we uh, tend to focus on smaller elements of jazz recorded history. Today we're uh, focusing on a particular performer. And if you just listen to those first two recordings, uh, I'm fairly certain you'd be hard-pressed to figure out who I'm talking about or to find out what those two recordings had in common one with each other. They did, in fact, have one uh, person in common. And that person was the piano player, Clyde Hart. Clyde Hart was an African-American piano player who was born in Baltimore about 1910 and uh, early on started playing with uh, bands in the on the eastern area and then started moving out into the Midwest as well. He played with Jap Allen's band uh, before he joined Blanche Calloway's big band. Blanche Calloway was the sister of Cab Calloway and she had a uh, very well-known and um, uh, very good territory band in the Midwest. Uh, and uh, made quite a few recordings in the early to mid-30s, some of which feature Clyde Hart. And uh, he began arranging for that band as well. He became noted as a jazz arranger. He ended up in New York in 1935-36 and immediately started doing session work uh, with all kinds of bands doing recordings. He was a, a, apparently a very accomplished pianist in terms of reading ability. He could uh, adapt to any situation. It's, it would be hard to find another piano player from that period who played with a wider variety of jazz groups, uh, from the most elemental Dixieland type of groups and New Orleans style groups, all the way up to fairly advanced swing bands, big bands and combos as well. So we started out uh, with two kind of opposite recordings, I guess you'd have to say. The first one is a well-known uh, uh, recording from 1944, and basically all our recordings today are going to be taken from 1944, which is basically the last year of Clyde Hart's life. He died very young of tuberculosis, we'll talk about that later, but we're going to hear a, a sampling of recordings that he made more or less in that last year. So that first tune was called Red Cross from September 15th of 1944 for the Savoy label. Red Cross was a tune by Charlie Parker, who was featured on that uh, recording uh, that was um, led by Tiny Grimes, the Tiny Grimes Quintet, Tiny Grimes on guitar, Charlie Parker on alto, playing really his first studio jazz date. He had recorded with uh, the Jay McShann band before that, but this was his first real exposure to a jazz public. Clyde Hart on piano, Jimmy Butts on bass, and Doc West on drums. Red Cross was based on I Got Rhythm, and you heard, uh, in addition to wonderful Charlie Parker uh, contributions there, you heard an excellent chorus by Clyde Hart with kind of a transitional figure in uh, swing to bebop. And if he had lived longer, he probably would have been one of the uh, more uh, active bebop type of piano players uh, playing with the groups uh, that he ended up with, with Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie. More on that later. Our second tune was stylistically very, very different. Uh, it was an Eddie Condon group uh, playing Muskrat Ramble. And that uh, particular group uh, was recorded at a town hall concert. Eddie Condon was making weekly town hall concerts for quite a while, about a year or so, I think, and all of them are out on CD. And um, because it was during the war years, it, uh, you never knew who was going to be available, so the personnels on those are quite interesting. Uh, as I said, this is Clyde Hart playing piano. He even gets the first solo on that on Muskrat Ramble. That was from June 10th of 1944. The NBC Blue Network, Saturday night. All of those programs were on Saturday afternoon, Saturday Saturday night. Uh, leading the ensemble on the way out was Max Kaminsky on trumpet, and uh, we also heard a trombone solo by Bill Harris, uh, who of course is better known as more of a bebop 
trombone soloist at the time. Uh, I think he was playing with Woody Herman at the time, and later on went on to play with groups with Charlie Ventura and uh, Flip Phillips and others besides. Heard some Pee Wee Russell in there on clarinet. Eddie Condon on guitar, Bob Haggard on bass, and Joe Grouso on drums. So two very different sides of Clyde Hart there. So we're going to uh, go to the one recording that we have today that was done by a group uh, led by Clyde Hart. He only recorded two or possibly three times, depending on how you count, uh, under his own name. And he was a very generous leader to his sidemen. He didn't take many solos on his own recordings. He did one session for Savoy that featured Little Benny Harris um, that uh, is an interesting session. I actually don't have anything from that session that would feature hard enough, so we may have to save that for another day. Um, he recorded uh, for... Um, Continental with a group that he called Clyde Hart's All-Stars, featuring Rubberlegs Williams. Rubberlegs Williams was a, uh, a blues singer. And this session was known for all the wrong reasons, actually. It was a very good musical session, featuring as it did Dizzy Gillespie, Charlie Parker, Trumma Young, and Don Bias in the horn section. But uh, there were some hijinks that went on behind the scenes, and apparently Rubberlegs Williams got quite drunk, and then he accidentally uh, had a cup of coffee that was uh, prepared for Charlie Parker uh, that included the uh, contents of a Benzedrine inhaler uh, to uh, get him over a, a hump of... of drug problems, and uh, Rubberlegs did not behave well after that, and the four sides that were issued from that recording session are pretty remarkable from the point of view of uh, a blues singer from 1945. That was January of 1945. It sounds more like rhythm and blues from the late 50s, and uh, you know things like I Put a Spell on You, and some of those really off-the-wall rhythm and blues recordings from 10 or 15 years later. Um, after that uh, catastrophe with Rubberlegs Williams, he was sent home, and Trummy Young took over the rest of the section, session, and it was called Trummy Young's All-Stars, but it was really the uh, Clyde Hart All-Stars from the earlier part of the day. And we're going to hear a tune called Sorta Kinda, which features Young. Trummy Young, of course, was a trombone player who had played with Earl Hines, but um, came to be much better known from his association with uh, the Jimmy Lunsford Band, where he was an entertainer and singer, as well as a first-rate trombone player. Uh, the bebop players liked his playing, and uh, we, had, we heard a little bit of uh, him with a Dizzy Gillespie-led group that also featured Clyde Hart on a previous podcast, and uh, about Dizzy Gillespie's... Uh, first sessions without Charlie Parker from 1945 and 46, so I direct you back to that if you're interested in a little more of this style. But this recording, Sorta Kinda, was a tune written by Trummy Young. It has a nifty little arrangement. I imagine he did it, and it features Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet, a little bit of Trummy Young on trombone, mostly singing, Charlie Parker on alto, Don Bias on tenor can be heard in there, Clyde Hart on piano, Mike Bryan plays guitar, he was playing with the Benny Goodman Band at the time, Al Hall on bass, and Spex Powell on drums. Sort of, kind of. After that, we're going to go to an actual Dizzy Gillespie item. This is the Dizzy Gillespie Sextet from February 28th of 1945, featuring Dizzy Gillespie, Charlie Parker, Clyde Hart, Remo Palmieri on guitar, Slam Stewart on bass, and Cozy Cole on drums. A very mixed group in terms of style. Um, Gillespie and Parker are obviously bebop players. Remo Palmieri, Slam Stewart, and Cozy Cole were much more in the swing camp, and Clyde Hart was really right in the middle there. Um, they did three tunes that day, and I'm going to play the ballad performance of All the Things You Are, featuring the kind of classic uh, 
Dizzy Gillespie intro, and you're going to hear some interesting Clyde Hart playing that really has one foot in swing and one foot in, in bebop. You can hear his left hand playing almost a stride bass, um, but the harmonic uh, elements of his right hand really show that he was very much on the same page as the beboppers. I should mention that February 28th date was only a few weeks before he passed away of tuberculosis, so this was uh, probably his very last session. This was a recording done for MusicCraft. Then we're going to hear two tunes, and I'll tell you about those after we hear them. One is by the Count Basie Band, featuring Clyde Hart, kind of unusual, a tune called Circus and Rhythm, and then a recording by Hotlips Page and his band called Page and Mr. Page, and uh, that'll also feature Clyde Hart. So all of these from about, uh, oh, years uh, time from the middle of 1944 till early 1945. So we're going to hear Sorta Kinda, All the Things You Are, Circus and Rhythm, and Page and Mr. Page. like me too I wanna hold you in my arms and say sorta kinda like you more each day my darling every night I dream I dream about you can't you see I'm kinda lost without you I wanna take you in my arms and say baby Sort of kinda like you more each day Without you, baby, wanna take you in my arms and say, baby, Sarah, come like you, Maurice Day. Thank you. 
that was Hot Lips Page and his band, Page and Mr. Page. And that uh, featured, uh, actually it was called Hot Lips Page's Swing 7 for that particular recording. We had Hot Lips Page on trumpet, George Johnson and Floyd Horsecaller Williams on alto sax. I think it was George Johnson who took that solo, a very fleet little solo there. Don Bias was on tenor sax. We're going to hear quite a bit more from Don Bias coming up. Clyde Hart on piano, John Simmons on bass, and Sid Catlin on drums. And those were recorded for Savoy. Before that, we heard kind of a curiosity, uh, Circus in Rhythm, a tune by Earl Warren, the uh, lead alto player for Count Basie's band. And for whatever reason, Earl Warren had a um, recording session uh, for Savoy uh, that uh, he used the whole Basie band on, except without Basie. He used Clyde Hart on that, and Hart uh, solos on that tune, Circus and Rhythm, quite a bit, sort of in the Basie style, but very much with his own thing as well. We also heard Lester Young playing a solo after that. And a trumpet solo, which I think was Joe Newman. It didn't sound to me like Harry Edison. The band was uh, Basie's band from April of 1944. We had Joe Newman, Ed Lewis, Al Killian, and Harry Edison on trumpet. Eli Robinson, Dickie Wells, Ted Donnelly, and Lewis Taylor on trombone. Earl Warren playing lead alto. Jimmy Powell on second alto. Buddy Tate and Lester Young on tenors. Rudy Rutherford on baritone sax. In the rhythm section of Clyde Hart with Freddie Green on guitar, Rodney Richardson on bass, and either Joe Jones or Shadow Wilson on drums. That was right at the time when they were changing over between the original drummer, Joe Jones, and having Shadow Wilson come in. So that was uh, Circus in Rhythm. We started out that set with the uh, strange date that was initially led by Clyde Hart and was sort of uh, taken over by Trummy Young uh, in 19... 45, January of 1945, for the Continental label, and uh, we heard Sorta Kinda featuring Trummy Young with uh, some great trades between Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker on that tune. little introductory trombone by Trummy Young, but after that it was mostly his vocal. And we heard some great Don Bias on that one as well, behind the vocal, along with Clyde Hart, Mike Bryan, Al Hall, and Spex Powell. And then... On the second tune of that set, we heard All the Things You Are, the great Jerome Kern tune, which uh, was fairly new at that time and uh, being embraced by the beboppers largely because of the complicated harmonies and harmonic progressions that it had because they, they were interested in extending themselves that way when they were improvising. Charlie Parker, Dizzy Gillespie, Clyde Hart on piano, heard a... Um, 16-bar solo by Clyde Hart, as well as uh, him somewhat featured in the uh, introduction and coda. Remo Palmieri on guitar, Slam Stewart on bass, and Cozy Cole on drums. So Clyde Hart had come to New York, as I said, in the mid to late 1930s, and he uh, was very much in demand as a session player, although he was playing regularly with a number of different bands. He had come to New York, I believe, with Blanche Calloway and left not too long after that. He played very regularly with Stuff Smith and his band on 52nd Street, uh, recorded with him, that great little band that also featured Jonah Jones on trumpet. Uh, he played with the John Kirby Band in the 1940s when Billy Kyle went into the Army. Uh, he was one of the few piano players who could probably have handled that assignment. Uh, he played with some other uh, groups as well. He did play regularly with Tiny Grimes and uh, several other uh, 
shorter associations and of, of different periods. Uh, but he, as I said, he was suffering from tuberculosis by the early 1940s, 42, 43. So he wasn't doing regular band work or touring. He was doing session work and recordings, and he was doing arranging, including uh, some for, I think, Paul Barron, the radio uh, band, and uh, some other groups uh, that were making recordings as well. So a very versatile musician with a very uh, forward-looking harmonic style for a swing player, but rhythmically he was definitely in the swing era, as we can hear in some of these sessions. So our next... Uh, series of recordings are going to be some interesting things kind of uh, centered around tenor saxes and, and, and trumpets, I suppose. The first one is a Don Bias session, and Don Bias was one of the really great tenor sax players of this period. He too was um, what we would say, uh, what we would call a transitional player, and uh, his playing uh, was really embraced by the beboppers, even though it came right out of Coleman Hawkins' tradition. Bias was a tremendous technician and had a very advanced harmonic awareness, and some of those duet recordings you might be aware of that he did at Town Hall uh, around this time, 1945, with Slam Stewart, really showed off his technique and his ability to uh, extend the chord changes in the way that the beboppers were uh, beginning to do as well. So we're going to begin our next set with a... Um, date from the Don Bias Orchestra. And this is also for Savoy Records. Savoy was really a haven for these small group swing and progressive swing recordings, as well as the early boppers. This is a tune that's called, that was issued as Savoy Jam Party, Part 2. Uh, there were three tunes that were put out on this session, Savoy Jam Party, Parts 1 and 2, and 1944 Stomp, all of which are about the same arrangement. It's a fast blues uh, that begins and ends more or less the same way with just different solos in between. This is from August 17th of 1944 and features Charlie Shavers on trumpet. We're going to have quite a bit of Charlie Shavers on this session, on this uh, set I should say. Don Bias on tenor, Clyde Hart on piano, Slam Stewart on bass, and Jack the Bear Parker on drums. Also featured on this number, kind of interesting uh, player named Rudy Williams on alto sax. Rudy Williams was the nephew of Fess Williams, the band leader uh, from an earlier period. Fess Williams was not considered a jazz player, but Rudy uh, was an excellent jazz player. And if you listen to him on this session from 1944, he was clearly exploring some of the same ground that Charlie Parker was. He didn't have that spark of genius, but very few people do. But his technique, his rhythmic execution, and, and his use of uh, intervals and, and, and chord tones are, are very similar to what Charlie Parker was doing at about the same time. Uh, Rudy Williams was playing at the time with the um, Savoy Sultans, or had left them not too long before, I think. It was a, a jump band, a small dance band that played at Harlem Savoy Ballroom and was considered uh, a really first-rate dance band. So we'll hear Savoy uh, Jam Party Part 2 featuring all of them. The two tunes after that are going to be done by the Charlie Shavers Quartet, and these were done for um, one of the transcription companies, I believe it was World Transcriptions, that produced records for radio play. These were not for commercial issue, but they were used uh, to market to radio stations to play during breaks and things like that. And uh, Charlie Shavers did six or seven of these in 1944, just with him on trumpet, Clyde Hart on piano and Celesta, Leonard Gaskin on bass, and Jackie Mills on drums. So a very good uh, way of hearing Clyde Hart. Only one other horn, only one horn to begin with, rather, so he gets a lot of solo space. We're going to hear two tunes from this session. We're going to hear Summertime, which is a very unusual uh, rendition of that tune. We'll talk about that later. And a Charlie Shavers original called Deuce Arini. A nice uh, 
voughty uh, language approximation of, a, of an expression there. So those two tunes by Charlie Shavers. Then we're going to go to uh, an unusual session that was led by the saxophonist Walter Thomas, who led some recording dates in the mid-40s for the Joe Davis label. Um, many of his own tunes and his own arrangements, but all featuring great jazz players. And I'll tell you about those uh, players later. The one we're going to hear is called Blues of the Delta. Then we're going to end up with a very different style piece, the De Paris Brothers. Sidney De Paris on trumpet, Wilbur De Paris on trombone, Edmund Hall on clarinet, Clyde Hart on piano, Billy Taylor on bass, and Jack the Bear Parker on drums, playing Sheik of Araby. So those are our tunes. Savoy Jam number two, Summertime, Ducerini, Blues of the Delta, and the Sheik of Araby.
That was the Sheik of Araby, and that was the De Paris Brothers Orchestra. Of course, the De Paris Brothers led a very popular traditional New Orleans Dixieland jazz band in the 1950s and 60s, made a lot of albums for Atlantic that were very good sellers, and they were 
fairly top attraction for a while in national and international jazz festivals. This was their first recording as the DeParis Brothers, I believe. Sidney DeParis on trumpet, Wilbur DeParis on trombone, Edmund Hall on clarinet, taking a really inventive, clever solo on the Sheik of Araby at that extraordinary tempo. Uh, Clyde Hart, of course, on piano, uh, also taking a kind of a puckish little solo as well. Billy Taylor was on bass, and Spex Powell was on drums, and those were from February 5th of 1944 for Commodore Records. Before that, we heard the blues uh, of the Delta, and that was a tune by Walter Thomas's Jump Cats. And as I said, Walter Thomas was a saxophone player. He wasn't really a jazz player, although he did some jazz playing in his earlier days. He played with the Missourians um, and also with Cab Calloway's band. He was an arranger and uh, uh, tenor and baritone sax soloist with the Calloway band. Uh, but by the mid-40s, he was into music publishing and arranging and composition, and he worked closely with Joe Davis, who was a music publisher and who uh, financed his own record company called the Joe Davis label. And on April 1st of 1944, this recording session produced the tune we just heard, The Blues on the Delta, and that featured uh, Clyde Hart on piano and Ben Webster on tenor sax. There were actually not one, not two, but three tenor saxes. Walter Thomas, Bud Johnson, who's featured on another tune, and Ben Webster. Emmett Berry is on trumpet, Oscar Pettiford on bass, and Cozy Cole on drums. And that was a tune composed and arranged by Walter Thomas. And before that, we heard two really kind of interesting quartet tracks um, by Charlie Shavers done for World Transcriptions in 1944. Uh, Clyde Hart on piano and Celesta, uh, Leonard Gaskin on bass and Jackie Mills on drums, along with Charlie Shavers, who was really uh, everywhere in the middle 1940s. He was an extraordinarily gifted trumpet player who uh, he's shown up on many of our podcasts and radio shows just because he made so many recordings with so many different people. His primary uh, association from the late 1930s until the mid-40s was with John Kirby's sextet, but he found time to do a lot of other things with a lot of other groups as well. And considering the fact that he started recording with Kirby when he was only about 17 years old, uh, the word prodigy is not uh, out of order when talking about Charlie Shavers, his playing, his composition, and his arrangements. So we heard uh, the second tune was Deuce Arini. Actually, that was the third tune of the session, but the second of the Charlie Shavers group. That was a, a kind of a beboppy uh, line that he wrote, uh, that he was playing in harmony and unison for a while with Clyde Hart on piano, just trumpet and piano, along with the rhythm section keeping time in the background, and some great solos by uh, those two uh, players, as well as uh, some fine uh, moments by Leonard Gaskin, who was quite young at the time, on bass. But we started out that little bit of our Charlie Shavers tribute with Summertime, the George Gershwin tune written for Porgy and Bess, and uh, I think that has to class as a, as a unique uh, interpretation of Summertime. Uh, Shavers' trumpet can only be described as cantorial. Um, rather than emphasizing the African-American elements of the, the song, he brought out some of the Jewish elements of the song. Uh, very interesting um, way of, of going about things there, and then contributing a celesta solo, of all things, was Clyde Hart. So some very interesting playing there. And we started out that whole uh, set with a uh, Don Bias recording uh, of the Savoy uh, Jam Party number two. And that featured, as I said, uh, Don Bias, of course, on trumpet, or rather on tenor sax, with Charlie Shavers on trumpet, Rudy Williams taking a really interesting alto solo that was a little bit ahead of its time, I'd have to say, Clyde Hart again, Slam Stewart on bass, and Jack the Bear Parker on drums. Those were for Savoy in August of 1944. So that is our 
uh, set on Clyde Hart. We're going to play two more numbers for you before we go off on our merry way here. One more time, we'll remind you, you're listening to WETF, the jazz station, South Bend, Indiana, and this is the Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark. If you'd like to hear a little bit more of this type of music, uh, as I said, I had some Clyde Hart recordings with Dizzy Gillespie on my podcast, which you can find on Anchor.fm, also called the Jazz Focus, also on Spotify and some other places where you find podcasts. So please uh, go hunt me out, search me out there. At some point, maybe I'll go back and do another Clyde Hart show of the 1930s, because as I said, just all kinds of interesting bands and accompaniments uh, featured Clyde Hart from that period. So we have two more numbers right now. The first is uh, a Don Bias composition called What Do You Want With My Heart? A really lovely ballad. I don't know if there are words to this or not, but just a very, very pretty song from that same session we just uh, heard Savoy Jam Party from without Charlie Shavers or Rudy Williams. Just Don Bias in the rhythm section with some excellent support and solo by Clyde Hart. Then we're going to finish up with a Ben Webster uh, recording date. This is Ben Webster on tenor and uh, Hot Lips Page on trumpet with Clyde Hart, Charlie Drayton on bass, and Denzel Best on drums. And these were also done for world transcriptions, February 8th of 1944. And this is a tune by um, uh, Webster called Teasel, T-E-E-Z-O-L. I don't know if that was a takeoff on the name of the trombone player, Juan Teasel, with the uh, Duke Ellington band or not, but it's a great up-tempo romp that features some snarling uh, Ben Webster by the end of it, but excellent Clyde Hart as well. So we hope you've enjoyed this Clyde Hart program. We've had quite a cross-section of jazz from uh, early 1944 to early 1945, and what a shame that he passed away so young. Uh, He would have been able to go on to great things with the bebop players and the, the swing revival players a little bit later. Mainstream certainly would have had his own recording dates, but we're fortunate that we have so many recordings to remember him by. So here are two more to finish off our program. What do you want with my heart and teasel?
Thank you.